0: Until finally one day she gave me permission to go on point and go across the floor. And that was that. And I cried. It was great. I felt beautiful. All those years that I spent my childhood watching. Were the boys looking at you?
1: (laughs) 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 What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of Throwing Tantrums emroy here as i am cleaning my glasses i don't know why i decided to start the intro while i'm cleaning my glasses but uh, today we have another solo podcast featuring one of the directors i'll let her say her name in a bit but yeah well the purpose of these pot the, these podcasts is the solo podcast is for you guys to get to know the dancers a little bit more uh beyond the dance and beyond the group dynamic that we have because as much as the, as fun the group podcasts are it's kind of like you know we kind of riff off each other we kind of really go into discussions with one another without really an opportunity to dive deep into the single person which i which i think is the, the important part of the dance company so uh, which is why i'm doing a solo podcast for everyone including myself which might be coming out sometime soon but we'll see how, how that goes but yeah i'll let her introduce herself a little bit about how she i don't know we'll get to started with the basics name and your involvement with tempered chocolates
0: Oh my god. <laughs> I'm <laughs> Crystal Vergara and I'm one of the directors. My role is logistics and yeah that's, that's about it. I give off a lot of love for the team and uh, help wherever I can.
1: And she deals with my bullshit (laughs) which
0: is a job in itself entirely that is a whole another role
1: (laughs) that's maxine that is a requirement That is a full requirement Wow, what what, let's go into the a little bit of the origin story of how you got started with dancing and uh, because i think that because I forget that you know, about your your credentials until you bring it brought it up. Like, remember when we were doing reaction videos and I'm like, "Oh yeah, you did this and this and this." And I'm like, "Holy shit. You forgot I forgot how like you actually had, like, you know, yeah, go ahead.
0: I have a history. It's because yeah. I took such a long break with dance that it got to the point where I didn't seem like a dancer at all. But, origin story, I'd say when I was little, probably around 6 years old, I was watching The Nutcracker during Christmas. No, I'm a liar. I was watching the Olympics and I saw ice skaters and I wanted to be an ice skater. That was my dream. Mm. So, and my family didn't have much money. So it was never something I could do. I couldn't go to lessons or anything.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, I'm going to rewind just a little bit. That's a freaking lie. When I was three years old. Wow, just going further my, back. That's <laughs> a lie, I'm going to go back. <laughs> this, this is when my mom would be upset if I forgot this. When I was three years old, three, I went up to my mom and I asked her if I could be a ballerina and get a tutu. And she asked why I wanted a tutu. And I said, so boys will look at me. (laughs) And from then on, at three years old, from then on, she never took me serious. (laughs) She ragged on me for saying that since I was a little kid. And I never got that tutu. (laughs) <laughs> so, i put, i think it derived from like wanting an audience that that want was there from day one uh-huh. but then later i you know it became a joke and then around six years old i saw the olympics i saw ice skaters my dream was to be an ice skater because i loved how they spun around that was the main aspect and from there couldn't do that and christmas time came probably the same year And I saw the Nutcracker, and then I made the connection. And I was like, oh, I don't have to be on skates. I can use my feet. And so I started putting on stockings for church and a bathing suit, and I just started dancing around every day. Ah. All day, every day. I got my alarm clock, this little black alarm clock radio, and I would turn on the classical station, and I'd put on classical music, and I'd dance in my room. Yeah, and I did this for years, and my mom would open the door, and she's like, (laughs) (laughs) Southside Chicago woman. She's like, where the hell did you get this from? (laughs) She she never understood why I would be listening to classical music. So I I did that. (laughs) I pretended I was a ballerina for so many years until middle school. I finally tried, like I went for the basketball team. I was on the softball team. I was on the soccer team. So then it was all sports. And my... Eighth grade year, the high school dance team came to recruit and they performed Mm. for us, for the middle schoolers. And that was it. I saw them dance and I was like, I'm auditioning my uh, freshman year. So I auditioned. And when I auditioned, I had never in my life taken a dance class. Not one. I'd only watched what I saw on TV and I practiced where I practiced at home. Okay. But I never took a class. So I auditioned. And I made it, and from there, we started to compete, and we did uh, UDA, um, Mm. United Dance Association competitions, and we lost every single one until maybe halfway through my freshman year, I started watching Janet Jackson concert videos on VHS. Mm -hmm. to teach myself because we weren't really learning anything at school. We were kind of teaching each other and the blind can't lead the blind. (laughs) We didn't really have a coach or anything. So I started, yeah, so, and that's why we're losing. And so I uh, taught myself bit by bit on VHS tape, her whole Rhythm Nation tour. I play, pause, play, pause. Yeah, I taught myself everything, every dance move. And that's... What happened? It kicked it off. I went back to rehearsals. I taught my members dance moves, and within um, that same year, we won first place at a UDA competition. Jesus, and we train hard. Yeah, that <laughs> is was a huge
1: turnaround. A great like testimony of like, can is it possible to learn how to dance without having the go? You know, having access to it, like going mm-hmm. to a studio, and then you know, and for those of you who are listening or, or watching when she's playing saying play pause she's not talking about youtube talking about vhs no. tapes, <laughs> VHS tapes.
2: <laughs> so that's exactly that's what i used to do time.
1: With, with usher i would have like and i i loved uh, my neighbors when uh, no, when we got this one vcr when he the the feature had a, a slow-mo option so i can go so you can watch everything frame by frame I'm like oh that's how he's doing this one move yeah, and it's crazy because in this, like, uh, how long did it take for you to learn uh, the whole Rhythm Nation thing?
0: Oh, my God. I binged it. I danced for hours. So, maybe a weekend or a week. Like, a weekend and maybe like, a few days into the, the week. The
1: whole, like, from, like... The
0: whole thing. That's all I did. I that was, was a kid. your freaking te- intensive, I was a, man. I was a teen... I was a... Yeah, I was a teenager and I I couldn't stop. I couldn't stop it. So, I started and back then, my brain was sharp <laughs> and I could retain. <laughs> I was hungry. So I did it from morning till night and then I'd do the dances and my mom would pass by and be like, thank God, finally.
1: <laughs> what what do you I'm mean?
0: <laughs> like, she was just like, she's not listening to that classical music anymore. <laughs> she ain't to
1: that classical shit no more. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Seriously, she was thank, so thank relieved. Jesus. <laughs> she was so relieved. but So yeah, taught myself that. And, and same thing, we ended up getting one of the, we had that VHS player where you could like have it play a little slower yeah like but I would do it a little bit but I actually learned that I had to I if I watched them do it a little faster I got it better so Mm. I just watched them do it really quick and be like boom boom so it was the counts I needed the proper counts I would try to teach it to myself slow and then I'd get frustrated because then I'd like Go yeah. real time, and my body was still doing it slow. So wow. I just rewind and play over and over.
1: So when you brought, when you went back to your high school, like mm-hmm. or did you, like, did you like use the same moves, or did you like, or did you start experimenting with your own shit?
0: My own, my own, yeah. I and like, one moves weekend, that, huh? I mean, moves that were popular during that time too. Like, what was it? there was like Harlem Shake and the Crip oh, Walk and God.
2: Like, oh, yeah, Lailard, yeah, yeah,
0: all of that. So. It, it snowballed really fast, and uh, after that competition, though, after that competition, our school recognized us, so they offered up more money, and then we were able to actually get a real coach and choreographer, oh, and wow. she she helped us out completely. Amanda, she was phenomenal, and from there we had a, we had a coach for the rest of my years, and uh, but it was a very competitive style, almost like cheerleader. Uh, so my part was to bring in the urban essence that yeah. we had. Uh, so, I- so it started there. We did that. And then way through high school, with, when I was in 10th grade, we went to my first intensive ever, which mm. was with Off the Curb. Which, if you grew up in New England, Off the Curb was the dance company, the urban dance company that danced for Missy Elliott, P. Diddy, okay. everybody. Yeah, they danced for everyone they were always on tv opening all shows so this was a huge company and when i went to the intensive it was all day my first time ever going to any dance class was the number one dance company in our states intensive Wow! (laughs) so it was like my world bursted open and i remember crying i remember taking the first class early in the morning And I wanted to vomit, I was exhausted, and I just started crying because I was so happy. I didn't know that this existed. I didn't know this style of hip hop existed. And I went through all day and the owner of the company, if I can recall properly, she pulled me aside and there were hundreds of dancers there, hundreds. But she pulled me aside and she said I should consider coming to audition. Oh. That was, yeah, it was, I couldn't believe it. So I told my mom and here my mom is a single mom who doesn't make a lot of money, Mm -hmm. but she looked up the company and she was like, this is happening. And she committed herself to driving me one to two times a week for over an hour. So any one day she took me to a lesson, it was a two to three hour drive, even in the winter, even in the snow.
1: Jeez, that's like a drive to San Diego
0: yeah she she did this she did this because she saw she took me to one class because i begged i begged and i cried because after that intensive i was like hooked and my coach took us to that intensive as a field trip she wanted us to get a taste of like another style of dance yeah so i begged my mom she took me after one class she was like you're made to be a dancer and she dedicated herself to taking me
1: it's freaking cool that she like went all in into supporting you with that
0: It was huge. Yeah, she she was all in, and uh, she was that mom who would like take a nap on the couch while class was going on. (laughs) Yes, or she'd take the class sometimes herself because she was a dancer back in her day. But eventually, took yeah she 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 tried she tried with me. I wasn't ready when I was a kid and always doing my classical stuff, pretending I was a ballerina. She tried to teach me pop and lock, but I wasn't getting it. Like my brain wasn't making the connection. I didn't want to hear that music. It was all about being a <laughs> little ballerina. That, <laughs> so I should have tried harder when that, I was younger.
1: That's kind of what I'm like expecting with Jordan, too. Like, you know, I, I try to show him a little bit of, you know, some breaking, but, you know, he's, he is, or he is at this point, not, he might, he's probably not as interested. So, but who knows? He, he might get interested in it much later on.
0: I mean, even when we have performances and there's like dance circles, I see him jump in. He goes, you know, it's just, it's something about us parents that they don't want to listen to. And I just.
1: Yeah, it's like, I don't, like, don't <laughs> understand. Uh, no, mom, I don't. Like, yeah.
0: Okay. So I started going, and then auditions came up, and I had already started going to classes. So I knew some of the members. They were familiar with me at that point. The owner was rooting for me. And, but, you know, a company like that, they're sponsored by Fubu and Red Bull at the time. And they oh, were, God. you know, they they just were the creme de la creme in terms of hip-hop in new england so she wasn't gonna go easy and the audition there were so many people it was like you'd see at millennium there was a line around the block yeah and uh, i auditioned and at the very end of it i left and she there was a certain day they were gonna call to say if you got on
2: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and this woman waited until the very last day The very last hour, I was already crying because I thought I didn't make it. And then she called and told me I made it and I fell out because this this meant going on tour. This meant, you know, getting special permission from my school to miss school to get to be with this company. Like it was a big deal. Wow. yeah so i did it i got on my family celebrated my school celebrated when i got to school there was a cake for me there saying congratulations and like balloons yeah Yeah. what the fuck it was it was a big deal supportive
1: ass environment sounds like
0: (laughs) yeah it was amazing very support extremely supportive
1: dude yeah growing (laughs) half my friends would have been like their parents (laughs) the asian parents would have been like the fuck is this dance shit (laughs) the fuck
0: (laughs) i know but with the competitions they were so big and then it was like i i ended up my team voted me as captain so i was captain after 10th grade so usually you don't become a captain until you're a senior so i you know they were just everyone saw my progress immediately yeah and everyone was just so happy to see it develop and uh, So I toured. I, I rehearsed insane long rehearsals. We were known for having over an hour long shows, where it was nonstop. There were no breaks. We'd go up to the side, we'd do a quick change in the in the aisleways, and we'd come out and bust it out for the next piece. How many people so were in
1: the were in the company? company?
0: It was about 15 to 20. There was a youth company and the uh, regular company. Okay. So there were two versions. And uh, I, I finally got my VHS tapes. I'm going to put them DVD DVDs. So I'll post some of the stuff out soon. But the shows were always amazing. We always filled up whole venues. And uh, I did have to miss a bit of school for it. We performed at nightclubs. And, of course, I was not 21, so I'd have to get special permission or my mom would chaperone Yeah. the you. shows. And uh, it was really... Amazing. So that's what kind of changed everything for me. And to wrap it all up, finally by my senior year, we were still winning. My high school team was undefeated, number one New England champions. Mm. And by my senior year, I trained hard enough with my team and with that company off the curb that I won a solo Uh, UDA competition. So I was not considered, you know, number one best hip hop dancer in all of New England is what the title was, being a number one UDA champion for New England. Shit. So that was a big deal. Fox News came to my school, did an interview. I was on the front page of the Boston Globe. It was a whole big deal. And then I started helping out with the Patriots football team, doing solo events for the Patriots. And then I moved to California because that was it. That was the next thing. I was like, I've done it here. Like I've done everything. <laughs> Wait, so touch
1: on the whole the whole Patriots thing. Well, how did you get involved with them?
0: Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I don't know. I have someone the You just showed up to me do... by <laughs> No, the, the offer came to me by a parent who I guess somehow worked with the events and they needed dancers. And mm-hmm. we were, we were the New England champions. So it only made sense that the New England. Championship dancers led the New England Patriot events. It was kind of like a
2: oh. you know,
0: no-brainer. Like this is what we had to do. Yeah. So and that's what we did. So we did their auction events. So, like, you know, they'd have themed auctions where they'd have dinners and we would be dressed up in costumes, like whatever the theme of the event was, and I'd literally walk around with diamonds on, like, and I'd have security. I'd have security on me and I'd walk around with diamonds and I dance and I just dance around all these people. And then if they wanted to bid on the jewelry I had on, yeah. they put their bid in the basket and I would just keep dancing. And then we would perform, you know, we, we, it was like dance motivators. We dance on the dance floor. They're like light up. Dance floors uh, yeah, or the like, stage,
1: like like some of the gigs that Brandon and I have done,
0: mm-hmm. and we. But it was for the New England Patriots, and then yeah, we except at a, at coo- go, at a
1: cooler scale, I had a much <laughs> much cooler gig.
0: Yes. So the next step was to dance for the the team, the dance team, yeah, for New England Patriots, and but uh, that I didn't want to go to college there. I wanted to come here, so that I let go of that offer. And I
1: came here. You're going to dance with the New England Patriots? Mm -hmm. In order to be there, you you had to go to school?
0: Yeah. I mean, because I was going to go to college. And I wanted to go to college here. So I moved. um, So I came here for college. And then I was invited to dance for the the Clippers. Uh, The Clippers. I was invited to be a Clippers dancer here. But uh, I... My mom at that point was like my my manager, basically, after everything happened in high school and how that unfolded. yeah. And knowing I was moving to California, she lined up an audition for this company called Disruption Dance. Before I even flew to California, the audition was, I think, the same day I flew. The same day I landed in California, my mom had it lined up for me to audition for this company shit man but, yeah it was intense she was intense so <laughs> that's what support looks like and it's not always <laughs> it's not always like um you know it can get very stressful because there was even a time in high school where i showed her one of my solo competition routines
1: was She judging she, it hard
0: no 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 oh. i did it for her she looked at me and she was like that's it with a straight face
1: oh man
0: that's it and I went upstairs and I cried and I cried and I redid it I re-choreographed it I called up my friend who was editing my music he fixed all the timing and uh, and then I competed the next day and I won (laughs) so it was good it was great but you know
1: that's the the tough part I could because I feel like you know there's the parent and then the manager I feel like it would be hard because you know I mean I would want to be supportive I guess it just depends on what the kid needs at that moment.
0: Yeah, for me, I did, I never excelled in school. I never really excelled in my academic portion of school. So my mom kind of looked at it and she had to talk with me. She was like, if this is what you're going to do and you're going to support yourself growing up into an adult doing this, then you need to do this. She's like, if not, you need to drop it and you need to work harder on your schooling. It was either or. And so not that she was giving me a pass to fail or anything, because I did still have to work hard and graduate and get yeah. into college. But she was like, if this is what you're going to do and you want to actually have a career with this, then you can't just be playing around. You need to give this your all.
1: Yeah. How, at so, ha- how old were you when, when the U- you guys had this talk?
0: Oh, God, she probably said it to me a few times through high school, but okay. definitely towards senior year oh and uh in senior year two i did so fucking much no wonder i didn't do well in school i also worked as a dancer at six flags i was oh, Bird wow. and yosemite sam yeah and i and then i did the parades i was like one of the parade dancers and so hey, i did that so you too. were a
1: working dancer at a young age man
0: yes i was paid i was a paid dancer were, yeah. were you
1: paid for off the curb too oh
0: my god oh it's so long I'm pretty sure. I'm certain I received pay for some of the big events, but nothing, nothing that, you know, I would remember because we performed a lot of shows.
1: How many shows?
0: Maybe my mom even probably kept it.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm not even going to lie. Like, that woman drove me everywhere. Maybe she was like, bitch, give me this money. I honestly can't remember. I'm certain I did but i was so young i was one of the youngest members on the company yeah. so i can't i can't even fully remember nothing nothing that i nothing that made a significant difference in my day-to-day life it was more the experience uh, six flags paid you know that that was great but and that was a big audition too that was a huge audition tons of classical classically trained dancers and up to that point i had never taken a classical lesson i had yeah. never taken ballet jazz it Mm -hmm. the turns we had to do the leaps the splits that came in from what i taught myself at home all those years growing up shit like off tv off off watching ballerinas
1: so yeah so prior to your first ever class was you were self-trained
0: yes yes so
1: how how long i guess oh even from when you're like wanting to be a ballerina huh
0: Mm-hmm. yeah so i've been doing it since i was a kid and shit so, yeah, uh, was that so you, it's doable
1: tell me about like when you got, got to la
0: okay that was a big deal la was i hope huge. you guys are doing it
1: so far because this, this origin story <laughs> is very extended and showing off <laughs> yeah. you know how it was very involved in her age it was her in a young age mm-hmm.
0: yeah the the bulk of it all happened growing up and teaching myself and then you know allowing that to help out with. The school team and the company and then um, I learned more classical I would say through Six Flags just in terms of learning the choreography for Mm -hmm. the for the things that was like a class for me I was learning on the spot like how to do it without having much history so I took that with me came to college and then it was class 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 you know college was like I majored in dance and performing arts so that was the first time ever in my life that I Took everything I t- i signed up. God, getting these like grants and whatnot, I did not put them towards the classes I should have been taking. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, tap and point, and you know, I did everything. I was so excited. So, I danced a lot. I did make it onto that dance company disruption that I had auditioned for, mm-hmm. and this was California style hip hop. This mm-hmm. was not New England grimy you know you got surf style (laughs) (laughs) hip-hop this this was not that and I had a dream of actually being a crumper because of the company I was with it was very urban so I witnessed a lot of crumping in my time and I wanted to be a dancer with Tommy the Clown so when I moved to California
1: Tommy the Clown
0: that was my dream that was my my goal was to be a crumper with Tommy the Clown so (sighs) uh <sighs> disruption was not that <laughs> it was that you know hip-hop it was very intricate more like
1: the yeah like the other collegiate style like the word like brandon and i come from
0: yes exactly where you guys come from which is like the
1: more intricate yeah
0: it's like learning a new language and you get tongue-tied your body physically gets tied up trying to learn that so That was a process, but uh, we performed all over California. So that was great. That's where I received my training for that style of Mm hip-hop. And then I went to school and did all of that. I finally was able to take ballet. I excelled quickly to point. And my instructor was very strict. Like she wasn't, she was European. We had a live pianist in the room at, at Cal State Long Beach. Yeah, And she was not going to let you go on point unless you were really ready. So maybe I overdid it, but I practiced a lot at home. I stretched my feet all day, every single day. Like Uh I did as much as I could until finally one day she gave me permission to go on point and go across the floor. And that was that. And I cried. I ran home and I was like, mommy.
1: For some, for some reason, I thought you were going to set me up for like an injury. Like, no. Okay.
0: (laughs) It was great. I felt beautiful. All those years that I spent my childhood watching. Were the boys looking at you? (laughs) (laughs) Finally, I've waited eighty-four years. (laughs) sorry Uh, mom
1: (laughs) but yeah what did your mom say
0: oh my god she was just so proud like she i i was you know broke college student at that time so i was living at home i was living at my grandparents place my mom's place back and forth so they saw me they saw the growth they saw me rehearsing all the time and even then me in college my mom's like she'd pick me up from rehearsal with disruption and she'd be like you need to i hope you remembered that choreography i hope you're going to go home and practice in every rehearsal she'd have me show her in, in my college years this is in my 20s
2: <laughs> she'd be like
0: bring the music and she'd bring me to the living room and have me do the routine and, and yeah. if i forgot she'd be like crystal you can't be forgetting Damn <laughs> was like, Damn
1: it. <laughs> yeah, she, was holding, she was holding you to a, a level of excellence because she knew <laughs> she knew if, if this is going to be your career like you can't be like you know half-heartedly getting shit done. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so it's about like yeah, we get it making sure, making sure that whatever you're pursuing you're pursuing it at the at the highest.
0: Yes. Yes, exactly. And and yeah, for her as a I think for her as a single mom, she just she's so badly. It's just like parents who, you know, immigrant parents who come over and they they knew the struggle and they want their kids to excel. not dance like you say your family would be like what the hell are you doing (laughs) dancing you know mine coming from you know low income and and struggle she her main thing was she just didn't want to see us struggle the way she did so Mm. she was like no matter what you do you need to do it well so you can support yourself you know and not ever have to go through what i went through so she pushed all of us like My younger sister, Chisom, started going to Stanford University after eighth grade middle school. So her freshman year of high school, she was going to Stanford at the same time. And just like me, where I had special permission to go to this company and travel and tour and perform and, and do my schooling away. Yeah. My sister got her special permission to spend half her days at Stanford. And then the other half at Culver City High School. So by the time she graduated high school, she finished two years at Stanford. So,
1: well, for what?
0: <laughs> she was just really smart. She Fuck, was, dude. Where I she she was actually based off what Brandon says is. Like... <laughs> <laughs> no but you know you know smart people like that they don't have the street smarts that's book smart so it's like some things you we'd be like how are you a genius like she's considered a literal genius and she'd be invited to the white house every year to represent some of um, america's most intelligent children oh shit but then she'd ask us questions about like gravity and i'm just like what <laughs> yeah we we're like, i'm like how do you not know this you know and she, if if she didn't learn it in a book she's not gonna know wait, that's wait. what
1: I mean like what is she a genius in
0: Any she's a I guess you'd call it a prodigy so anything she picks up and reads she retains an instrument any instrument self-taught got it boom done she's playing it you know she's never had to take lessons for her instruments any educational book she reads it's retained she doesn't have to study so because assume, of that
1: I would assume she gets more like, easily
0: yeah yeah and, and that's what happened. That's what happens. You're a kid and you've learned everything way faster than everyone else. You're ahead of your class and now you're going to an Ivy League while you're in high school.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's, that's
0: how it works. <laughs> so my mom like pushed. She pushed, pushed all of us. It wasn't just me. Everybody got it.
1: Damn, that's wild. Uh, so uh, when... when... Oh, 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 oh.
0: But I will share that my sister did try to start dancing and I was not kidding. I looked at her and I was like if you dance I'll
1: break your legs
0: because <laughs> <laughs> that was my thing
1: <laughs> so she never got to dancing because of this
0: and she's still she's still to this day she's like I could have been such a better dancer if it weren't for you threatening me i was <laughs>
1: <I'm> like sorry <laughs> why did not you just let her come through to uh, an audition one time
0: she shined at everything else. <laughs> Not this one. <laughs> Not this one. <laughs> it's mine. <laughs> yeah,
1: she, she, ta- she ends up taking her place on the board.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Get,
1: get, get, the, get the other, the, get the other one, Gomerie. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> get, she's in the back now. <laughs> she's forgotten. <laughs> Send her to the snow.
0: Oh, my gosh. No. How,
1: at one point, did you just... because I, I know we re- reconnected because... I was doing. Oh God,
0: you're All one right. of my for, teachers. For, for, for
1: you, yeah, that's true. Like one of the, I taught you back in 2006. I was mm. a guest because of uh, my friend Chewy. Just for you guys, like how I met Crystal, we, I, I was I was a, a guest teacher instructor for her class because one of my one of my friends and past members of Fanbiz, I was invited me to teach, and uh, I taught a stupid hard piece that I thought was really hard for the class. But anyways, another reason why Crystal joined Temper Tantrum was because I had a project happening and Crystal just straight up fucking messages me like, hey, I want in. How do I get in (laughs) and fucking and I'm like, all right, I just sent you like the info. I'm like, I know she's not going to actually going to fucking do it. She's not going to actually try to learn on her own. I'm like, you know, (laughs) because
0: little did you know my history? (laughs) (laughs) Because
1: because here's I'm of the thought, like, you know, a lot of people say they want things and they never really execute and so like 99 percent of people just like they just say they want to do it but they don't want to put in the work and all and then the following rehearsal she's at the fucking studio i'm like fuck she was serious and she actually got it i'm like fuck I guess it's the I same to, thing i'm not I gonna to lie i did it slow
0: <laughs> slow motion and i taught myself and i did it in the mirror and oh one vital thing i forgot in high school too so that this is like a you know, for anyone out there, you can do it. During right. high school, while I was dancing, I started to notice that I had heart palpitations. So I, we were forced to do physical annual checkups for school. Yeah. So during my freshman year, I also found out that I had uh, holes in my heart, and it was hereditary. I got it from my dad, but I didn't know. So whenever I would, my energy level would go up too high. And exert myself too much, my heart would start to palpitate or skip beats. Oh, and my my doctor was like, if you go too hard, you could be one of those people who just dropped dead. So I wasn't allowed to do any dance shows or any competitions with my company I was with or my high school without having special permission from my doctor. She'd have to give me a full physical, listen to my heart and give me permission. So all through those years, in order to perform, I had to have permission. Shit. And so eventually the host closed. I didn't have to have surgery. So now I was like
1: go 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 Oh, so it naturally okay i was about to say do you still have them because you know those...
0: with with yeah. age it gets better it gets better with age but uh, if only like, everything yeah, else if only
1: everything else gets better too <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's an <animal>. but,
1: <laughs> but at what point did you like because prior to you messaging me you had stopped dancing so at what point did you stop
0: yeah, like, um,
1: like this was it gradual or was you're like I'm mm-hmm. just done.
0: It was no, it was a very quick. I, I danced with disruption dance for a number of years, and I went to school, and I did it, did it, did it, and then there was one huge show, and I had been working so fucking hard, and I got an email or, or there was a comment about me doing more training, more classical training, mm. and I was like, okay, I'll go do that. <laughs> And I left. I was like, "Bye." Are I just—it you... was like—it was like a snapping moment because I burned the candles at both ends. I was working, yeah. I was in school, I was with a dance company traveling, and I, I think I had two jobs at the time. So two jobs with a dance company and in school. I didn't drive, so I was taking hours of public transportation every day through Los Angeles. You know, Shit. I, I did this for years, and oh. I just. Snapped one day, and I was just like, I want a regular job. I just want to make money and just.
1: Oh, you're just over so, it, huh?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really snapped. I was like, I've given this my all, and I feel like I felt like it wasn't good enough at the time. And I got in my feelings, but I joined Disney. So, actually, that one, I took my sister to audition for Disney. Mm. I just took her as a chaperone, and um, she was really nervous. And I was talking with someone in the waiting room. And they're like, you should audition. You should go for this. And I was like, no, no, no. I just want my sister. And she was like, no, come on, please. Like, I've spoken to you. Come do it. And so I did it. And then I got the job and she didn't. So that was like... <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I don't want to dance anymore. And then it it's like uh, Disney. So, <laughs> so then that's actually what took everything over for the next. I was with Disney for about five plus years. And that was that. I was doing commercials. I was hosting uh shows i was hosting events tons of events teaching classes you know doing volunteer work and working sales at the same time and it was an amazing time it was an amazing couple years with disney it was like life-changing so i wasn't dancing but i was still performing in a sense so i was happy my needs as a performer as an artist were being met that way and then I, I started teaching again so I wasn't dancing myself I was teaching a children's dance company oh my gosh I coached at a high, at a middle school for a dance team Paul Revere Middle School I coached for a year there and then I worked as a dance teacher for ages three years old and um, I have to plug the company soon I don't know how I forgot it's been years it's been so many years but uh, yes yeah, so I did go back to teaching and that was amazing but I wasn't dancing myself and I missed that, so I worked as an instructor for a while, and then I found you and I was like, "I want to do that.
1: Wait, how the hell did you find out about my thing?
0: I wish I could remember I'm sure you posted something on social media and I and I saw it and uh, oh yeah you sang I think rehearsals. I might
1: have, yeah, I think I might, I, and I'm thinking about it yeah like I, I, was, I was like oh looking for dancers who can do locking or something like that or something.
0: Um, I had already become a mother and I really, you know, it was sad for a long time. I was like, I'm done dancing. I might teach here and there, but even teaching doesn't earn enough of an income to support myself. Yeah. So I started going back to school at Cal State LA to get a new certification so I could do that. And uh, but I missed it. I think something, you know, something clicked and I was like, no, I, I want to keep dancing. Like I can't not dance so thank you i probably would have gone insane
1: <laughs> well i mean i was surprised that you actually showed up so as <laughs> <And> mildly annoyed
2: <laughs> oh my god <laughs> why is she here yeah
1: I was like, what the fuck <laughs>
2: <Man>. <laughs> i said lockers <laughs> i'm just
1: <laughs> I mean, you did it well enough to blend, which is why I put you in the back.
0: <laughs> Pretty sure I wasn't always in the back, okay?
1: <laughs> yeah, no, no, you were. not You were like in the second second line at some points. Oh my um, gosh! But what do you call it? So you were there, and since the I guess the whole beginning of this whole project, mm-hmm. uh, I guess I guess I'm curious to hear your the project, but now now company. What was your perspective? from seeing how it was to how it evolved to now
0: seeing how it was in the beginning until now yeah oh my gosh it, i did not imagine this let me just say that because i'll just be very honest we were performing and it was great and it's very happy go lucky but it I had still wanted more you know i wanted before, i was telling myself before i get too old I want a taste of what it's like to be in one of those videos. One of those cool videos I see everyone doing on social media. You know, (laughs) you you know what I'm talking about. If you're a dancer, you know what I'm talking about. (laughs) So I was like, I want to be in one of those, those high high, um, production quality videos, cool lighting and effects. And I want to just, how do I do that? So I started going to Mark's classes Mm -hmm. And I started talking to him about auditioning for. uh, Yeah. And so I think I remember telling him, like, I might audition for Fambis. So I had started dancing with you. But at the same time, I was very ready to take that next big leap and really start pushing myself and going back to all nighters all yeah. night rehearsals I like i was about I to say like you're a mom and... that is a
1: and this and and you know you're an adult not like, because like some of the competitors i mean there are a lot obviously a lot of them are adults but you're like you're an adult with a an lot adult, of responsibilities an adult to you yeah, an adult an adult an yeah. adult you're adult like so <laughs> where like you know some of the members were like in college like mm-hmm. you're like you know you have a kid so it's just a, and a, a job a, and a job so it's very different where like you know in terms of managing your time so i i remember mm-hmm. telling kind of giving you a heads up that there were there would be, be like, yeah
0: but i was i was ready i was ready to do it because you know all i told myself was like i've gotten this far i'm dancing again you know if i don't experience something that i want this much i'm gonna regret it forever i'm gonna always spend my days wishing you know Oh
1: yeah one of those
0: Mm-hmm. So, but then uh, the pandemic happened and everything stopped. And, uh, you know, we had already decided to become a company, which was amazing. And uh, what did we do prior to that? We were still performing. I think our shows at Universal started to amp up in a way that I started to let go of the idea of joy, of even auditioning for fan biz because I'm like, you know what? this is a lot like we're doing a lot this is becoming a lot we're becoming our own family this is filling my cup more than uh, the idea of competing Mm. would be you know so I was my joy was I was getting a lot of joy from that and I was like you know what this is enough this is these videos we have performing on the stage is something I can show my grandkids one day and be like (laughs) Yo, Grandma, had it. <laughs> what
1: she was doing. She, she's in the back somewhere. <laughs>
0: Damn, bless you. Oh, my God. I mean, I'm the, kidding me. the, the, I
1: mean now, because especially you, since you saw the most recent video, you, there's an actual close-up of you at the, for the closer. So, like, you mm-hmm. kind of, like, checking that mark. So, <laughs> done yeah so oh my like, god I
0: never would are you
1: gonna retire i was just, gonna retire now <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my but, but but so now we're doing what we're doing now and what we're doing now with our company is exactly what i was hoping for all this time when i decided i wanted to get back into dance and you know when i was looking at bambas and creating that social media content creating those cool videos, you know, it was everything I wanted. And we're doing that. And it's amazing. And it's we're not only doing it, but it's enjoyable the process. I'm having a lot of fun. I'm not coming into it with high stress and anxiety mm. like in my early twenties, you know, with, with those long stringent rehearsals and um, burn
1: burn burn a dancer out. Burnout.
0: Now. Yeah, I wasn't experiencing burnout per se. And, and it seemed like everyone else was happy too. Like everyone else, I really, truly feel like with Timber Tantrum is happy where they are, happy with what they're doing. I see smiles on everyone's faces. I'm not ever picking up on any weird energy. It's just, it's a pleasant experience every single time. So I just, I didn't expect it to be this. I didn't expect it. And I- oh my
1: God. I don't, I can only imagine like how long we plan on dancing, you know, as, as, as members. Okay, so- was you know coming to the I guess first temper tantrum we were I think rehearsal was that your first time dancing in a long time yes Mm -hmm. what was it like coming back being in a room
0: that was actually really freaking scary I remember sweating I remember that was probably the only time I had anxiety where I was just like oh my god I don't know everyone here who are these people they're probably amazing and I'm going to pick this up but then it was like you were there in your familiar face you know so I was Even
1: like, though I was like, being oh. an asshole <laughs> <laughs> Why are you here
0: yeah. I was like at least the head of it is MRI. and that's my that's my boy so I was <laughs> like it can it can't be that bad you know and uh, you know as an adult it's just a little easier so I went in I introduced myself to like Brandon and everybody else and everyone was so warm and welcoming you know it wasn't like one of those situations where people look at you and they're just like hi and then go back to stretching and warming up by (laughs) themselves yeah it wasn't it wasn't like that people if anything some people were coming up to me and um introducing themselves and it was a good time like I remember leaving and just being like oh my god that was amazing and Texting my family, my group, group, group well, family chat. What did your like, family yeah. say? They were excited. They were just like, "Oh, congratulations! That's so awesome!" And I think they were apprehensive, probably like, "What is she doing?" You know, <laughs> after all, the, after all this time, what is she, she doing? Had, she
1: having a crisis. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, send, I send them a video, and it's just me by myself in a room. <laughs> <laughs>
1: They have an intervention the following day.
0: Like Crystal, you're not.
1: Dancing.
2: <laughs> you're
1: not on tour Isn't anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was okay. So, I, so, some of the people that were part of the original project didn't stick around because obviously, there's mm-hmm. they can't stick whatever priorities. And um, respect to him, uh, fuck you guys, Richie, Rika, just kidding. <laughs> Love you guys, and <laughs> Lauren. But like, what made you? Obviously, like there's the the family aspect, and mm-hmm. I guess all that what, what were was to stay, yeah, that was uh, the end oh, like what like,
0: I mean, it, I had gone without for so long. being a dancer and you can't do it for years, you know, it eats away at you and you you just want it, you know, it's not like you know where you're performing like I see right now in the community you might see certain dance members performing all over the place, popping up on everybody's social media, performing in all these other pieces. And, you know, it's just, there's options. They've got options. If they want to take a break, they can take a break. They can pick it back up, go dance with another group again and keep themselves going. But I was so far removed from the community that I, I had nothing. <laughs> it's not like you were my only option, no. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Damn, that's that, okay. I no. see
0: No, 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 not at all. Not I'm at gonna all. text but, the board right now. <laughs> but it, 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 I had a, <laughs> I had a higher appreciation for what I was experiencing. I think that's what it was. I didn't, you know to me it wasn't like a diamond a dozen experience it was like this I see it and I know this to be an amazing experience and I know this to be an amazing opportunity and uh, this is something I had to stay on board with and so what happened and that's why I stayed and you know and, um, and I again I went so long not dancing so I was very rusty mm-hmm. and so now I'm just spinning this pandemic like <laughs> working out and working on my flexibility again and you know working on my stamina so when we do kick back up can you know really enter back in and level up with everybody
1: oh yeah, so, yeah. what have you been doing for i guess throughout the whole pen the pandemic since you know it's practically going to be a year since we've been locked oh, out since the pandemic well,
0: yeah. whatever we've been able to do which has been great i started just little things that started jogging and then work you know work still took up a lot of time because i i was working to kind of keep my company afloat as an accountant and oh. well, yeah i went to school for hr but <laughs> i'm suck you in <laughs> <laughs> okay
1: okay okay okay
0: but more recently i started doing insanity just a 60-day program just to get my strength up and that's an
1: intense program dude
0: I'm going hard so so that's that and I'm gonna start taking I I started looking up I want to take classes again and Mm. so you know when everything does open back up I'm so ready to just actually start taking classes and reworking on myself because now I see that there is no limit you know there's no oh I'm in my 30s it's time my time's up no, I can absolutely keep going. I can keep enjoying myself. I can keep developing my skills. So I have decided to prioritize that for this year. Like mm. no more like, ooh, I'm doing it. I'm nervous. I'm doing it again. This is so exciting now. It's like, okay, no, I'm doing this. And I'm with a company and we're all supporting each other. And I want to push myself to be the best that I can be for everybody as well. I'm gonna start training again and like really going to classes and really up my skill set. So let's yeah, so, see what happens.
1: So yeah, it's not like so. <laughs> it's not so much of like I'm like the the, the, the like yay excitement, but now it's like the commitment of doing it.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes.
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. So as uh, I guess a director, one of the directors of Temper Tantrum, what do you kind of envision seeing happening? For yourself oh, with the company or even this, this sound—they it sound like such interview questions like the for like for a position <laughs> but I, I know i'm curious because i know what i want mm. you know but but like i'm curious to hear what you and would want for yourself and for the company
0: for myself i i want to be more in the know you know again because i was so removed for a period of time i want to get be in the position where I know who's who, what's what, where's where. So when there's an Just opportunity. Go on I know, right now, no. So when there's an opportunity, I can help manage things like mm. quickly. I want it to get to a point where we can provide work for our dancers like that. You know, I know something's coming up. I Know of this person who's planning a showcase, or maybe they, I know they need to hide like Brandon.
1: Uh, yeah,
0: like very <laughs> he's like, always he's, he's always on top of things. Always in the know. So
2: yeah, he's I, like
1: connected into in the in the industry. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yes, I,
0: I'd love to know more. And and I just I see us really doing what we're doing, but on a greater scale. I see us creating amazing content that fans enjoy. I see us creating content that fans look forward to seeing like waiting for our next passion project but then i also see us booking paid gigs like you know commercials or in having our members get to go and and do that so yeah yeah there's i feel like there's a lot of promise for temper tantrum and we're on the right path it it really seems like so
1: yeah. yeah i mean unless unless someone gets greedy and then i have to kick them out (laughs) <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, I mean definitely that's a huge part of it. Like I forgot who I was talking about. This oh I was talking about this with Maxine on the Awkward Tea Party podcast. Make sure you guys mm-hmm. listen to that. No, like, like there is a bit of one a part of the vision is that us touring worldwide. That'd be
0: Oh my god. Like I didn't imagine that. <laughs> but that's huge.
1: Because yeah. you know, like obviously we're in, like I we based off like what I shared with you guys, like we're still in phase one. But like touring with people with the People you love is fucking cool. Traveling with people you love is cool.
0: Yeah. And, and and I see that. I actually can see that in a way where, and I don't know if I'm thinking too small, but I can see that in a way where we have a fan base and we might come to find that we have a huge fan base in a certain part of the world. And we might decide, hey, let's go there and teach a workshop, workshop you know yeah for our fans out there and and that would be a time where we go and we travel and we get to meet some of our fans that have supported us from halfway across the world you know yeah so um
1: that's uh yeah i mean that goes to us being in phase one which is the the brand building or the platform building hmm. but you know like because you, you you saw the streams i have like a a lot of the people there, they're asking for us to come perform at like tokyo or in fucking <laughs> poland we're not big yet i mean i mean we'll probably if we go but like that just shows like promise of like right. some mm-hmm. interest so Ugh,
0: i would love yeah. to do that i and, and like that is something where i get my own ticket just to go just to get out there and get to dance somewhere if, new you know
1: yeah to exp- i want them the dance the dancers to experience what it is to tour like mm-hmm. especially even it'll be even better it, since it'll be kind of on our own terms like mm-hmm. you know like it'll, it'll it's us i think the stressful part would be like the direct if
0: we were booked by like, a artist or something and had to
1: yeah like it, it, for at least for us we would manage to schedule the directors would just have to make sure we like we're, obviously we'd be i think we're pretty good at scheduling but passports and all that stuff but that's you know who knows how long that's going to be from now with, with,
0: yeah who knows like, but i i definitely see that and i've got tons of friends who i've known who created massive fan bases in different parts of the world and go and teach and like it gets to the point where things become even more affordable because you know they have free stay you know they've gone so many times that you know just works out so i see how it happens and uh where there's like supply and demand and people want to see you and want to learn from you It makes it that much easier because they might put you up in somewhere since you're there to teach at that local studio or, you know, and I could absolutely see us doing stuff like that. I think that would be amazing.
1: Yeah. And then the, after that, like probably like phase four or something, or (laughs) phase five or whatever, like would be, because the super long-term would somehow make temper tantrum into like a regular company, entry-level dancer, junior-level dancer, mid-level dancer, uh, senior level dancer getting paid entry level, like a regular job, mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that's just like shit, I'm like, I would be excited for us to do it, but that's like 10, 20 years into the future. <laughs> <we'll> see, I, <laughs> I, mean, don't know.
0: I don't think that long, I don't who, think that long.
1: who knows, yeah, like, um, but I mean, we, we managed to get funding within the first year, and I said we would get it in three years, and we got it in the first year,
0: exactly,
1: yeah, but yeah, fuck, dude. Here's one thing that I was, I was, I, I, I kind of just came into mind because I was ed- recently editing one of our members. She hasn't been able to dance with us because uh, she refuses dancing in the middle of the pandemic. So much, much respect her. Uh, but Amanda Carmassi, mm-hmm. I think, you, yeah, she she shared some some uh, experiences like the on her perspective as a woman, like that things that she was she didn't know, you know, you know, if if I'm making sense, like were there situations or were, what is something that you wish you know you knew as a dancer, you knew as a female dancer, as a female dancer, you know, prior getting into any of this work. Cause I feel like, especially since this was brought in the middle of like a whole bunch of, you know, people being called out last year in the community, if you saw that. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yeah. I'm curious to hear that on your end. I'm just, cause I, the only reason I'm yeah. bringing it up now is because I was editing her podcast. I'm kind of curious to hear mm-hmm. your end.
0: I wish that I knew that we had this, the space we have, that we have a right to our place in the community because when I first came here, everything in my mind was like, I'm a female dancer. I have to have this bit of, uh, about me. I have to have to have the sex appeal. There's the first company I was with, we were hip hop. Yeah. We did have guys, but um, we ended up kicking all the guys out and we made it an all female crew. And yes, we did hardcore hip hop, but we did it a lot of times in lingerie and we did like hot and fortnight car shows and, oh. you know, yeah. And I just... I really stepped into it having this feeling as though I had to look very provocative and I'd never get to be one of those guys who were just, you know, wearing normal clothes and doing what they do, you yeah. know? And if I saw a crew that had too many guys, I'd be like, oh, they probably don't want me. You know, I, I probably did oh. because, yeah, because I'm a woman and we have this image about us and... It, so that was the thought uh, that was in my mind early on in my early 20s and I'm really glad for other dancers now because of social media I'm glad that they can see that now you can audition for this and join that and and work towards any of this you know if you really want to but back then it was very much like uh, that's not there's no place for me there my place is being here and even though I love hip-hop you know, having to be, oh, this, like, I do
1: it. Yeah, know. like this kind of look that is kind of like you're supposed to have, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it, yeah, the, the look, the style, but now it's like, now, okay, I can dance with everybody. Anybody can hold up on their own. As long as you have the capabilities, you know, you got to have the, the ability to join in, (laughs) i'm gonna just be like i'm gonna do it anyway did
1: did you ever audition for an agency
0: no never never that was never thought i did i was with that company and i put all my time in there i was in college and then the only the big audition biggest audition i had was for sierra at Mm -hmm. millennium i think it was and i got to the finals in the auditions and I got up in front of her. She called me out, had me come up in front of her, in front of the table. And she asked me to do like a 50 second or something like that solo. She just wanted to see me do more. Mm. And it was for a hip hop uh, music video. And and she wanted like twerking and stuff. And I did uh. ballet. I did ballet. Uh. <laughs> That was it. She was like, "Thank you." I did like turns and everything, and she was like, "Thank you." And I left, and that was that. And then I auditioned to be a, a jerk. You know, jerking back in the day, like a new boys.
1: Yeah, you auditioned else. for new boys.
0: I got it. I got it. Shit. I was I was set to go on tour with them. You know that little boy that danced with with Chris Chris Brown. That mm. little boy back in the day that was like always killing it. He mm. was one of the dancers with Miles? us, and yes. And that was like a big uh, old deal.
1: Yeah. I remember so, meeting him with culture shock. Uh, it was really good locker for his age at that time.
0: Yes. Yes. So I did that I audition. I got it. We started rehearsing and I was all ready. it was new boys and baby dolls and then funding got pulled for the tour. Oh, shit. So, yeah. So I never even went on tour. <laughs> so, but I got, the, I got the experience of the rehearsals and all that. And that was it. I, I managed myself as best as I could and then just let go of everything and, and went to work, went with Disney. And that was that.
1: Damn, you know, um, I, I think everyone, a good chunk of the temper tantrum, especially the youngsters, are going to be blown away with the amount of fucking experience we just dropped in this fucking <laughs> hour. Just on the origin
0: long time ago. Yeah, like... I mean, and that just comes to show how much you can get done in your 20s, and your teens, your early 20s. Like, by the time you get to your 30s, it seems like it was a world away. Unless you were, like, on tour steadily through all that time, you know, you can get a lot under your belt, and then you can take a break, and then you can jump back into it.
1: That's true. I mean, because <laughs> so... uh, 2004 to two thousand. 12, i was in charge of fanbiz uh, mm. so hmm. and then and then then dad daddy dudes came in and then 2017 i came 2016 i came back 2016 2017 season was my last season and then yeah that was like my closing off season. yeah it, it, it's crazy like how it just feels like like a decade ago just feels like i don't know a lifetime because like i look back like half the friends i am the majority of the friends I hung up back then, I don't hang out with now.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, things change. And another thing I'm going to add to yeah. the being a woman in the industry, ugh, please, female dancers, understand. Becoming a mother does not change anything. <laughs> like becoming a mom, I felt like I was really done. In my time, being a dancer was over. That was mm. that. But um, it's really amplified. You know, you can make a way and and then it's even more special because your kid gets to watch you dance and then they might soak it up too. Yeah. But that was a thought. That was a thought in my mind, like, Oh, I'm a mom now. And I've got all this responsibility. I don't have time to go to classes and you know, and no, do it. Keep yeah. dancing. You can do both. I even hear of people delaying having kids or, you know, because they want to be a dancer. It's like, no, you can have both. You can do yeah. it. It's, it's doable. You can do it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I know uh, Nappy Tabs, Napoleon and Tabitha, they're like huge industry choreographers. She, I remember when, when she first had her kid, she had the, what was it, the little baby carrier? She was mm-hmm. teaching while having the carrier. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, that's like, you know, if you don't have, being a mother or a parent doesn't mean you have to sacrifice what you mm-hmm. love. Because it sucks exactly. for like, for uh, the kid to see, you know, I think it's a parent's dream to see the kids see, to kid watch their parent pursue what they love too, because then you get to be the example of Mm -hmm. what it is to pursue your passion and for them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. For Nora, when she was a baby, when I was a coach at Paul Revere middle school, she was in her stroller. She was under one years old, maybe like five, six months old. And I was bringing her to rehearsals and I'd sit her up in the stroller and I'd have all the dancers do their across the floors to her, to the corner. Like, Oh my God, the dancers loved it. They would spot on her perfectly. And then she would just <laughs> giggle like seeing the dancers twirling and getting closer to her. Like it was a That's win-win funny. situation.
1: So, so like, I guess, cause what you and I are the only parents, really? And mm-hmm. they come comfort- oh my God. So like, what's, <laughs> <laughs> like, so I guess, I guess, what is what's it like being a parent and a dancer at the same time?
0: Amazing. It's amazing now.
1: Or even to expand on that, how do you manage your time? Because I feel like that's, yeah. the, that's the conversation many parents have. Like, time for kids, time for this, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. That's a big one. I Honestly, a lot of the time I have Nora watch me practice and she loves to do it. You know, if I need to rehearse, I'm like, do you want to watch me practice? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> and, she, and, and it's in and that I would turn rehearsal time into like a dance party so i'd crank up the music and we'd both dance and she'd just do her own thing dancing and i'd practice and sometimes she'd try to retain what i'm doing mm. but i um, mean if she, if she didn't care then she'd just go do her own thing yeah. but if you bring them into it if they're interested and you make it like a fun experience then you kill two birds with one stone it's like oh my god i'm tiring her out yeah. you know i'm spending time with her and I'm practicing.
1: You're tiring like, her is... out. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, and of... That's the important thing for parents, putting them oh, just to get them tired of sleep.
0: <laughs> exactly. So that that is amazing. Uh, Rehearsal times, that's the one thing. You got to just make sure you have either a babysitter or family. And that was a huge one. When I first started, before we became, before we formed into Temper Tantrum, mm-hmm. like... Man, that was like some true dedication to wake up, drive her, you know, from South Bay all the way over to my mom's in Beverly Hills to be baby, you know, to for my mom to watch her Jesus, or like man. my sister. Like I would just, I always made sure a week in advance I had like, I had her and I had a backup option just in case something fell through Yeah. Pack up the lunchbox, pack up the toys, you know, the 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 tablet, make sure everything's ready to go, drop her off, head to rehearsal, rehearse, go back, pick her up, and then go back home and then get her ready for bed and do all that. So it it's it's you know, you gotta be dedicated for times like that and then that, that's that's if like you don't have a partner at home that's gonna like just watch them it's just that my her dad would be working during that time yeah doing like evening news or something so I always had to uh make sure but when the what happened the pandemics made life real easy because he works from home so i like <laughs> Take I, I,
1: did, were your parents concerned was your family concerned about you going back into dance because you were a <laughs> mom
0: no they loved it so much they're like oh my god thank god like your sanity is
1: returns <laughs> why were, were you were you, you were know? you how were you like what was your life in the absence of dance
0: it was just heavily being a mom and i didn't really have a sense of self i was just like i was unhealthy number one i had a huge issue with my weight fluctuating Mm-hmm. and uh, everything was just like this just like motherhood motherhood that was it that's I ate slept and breathed that was it I hadn't there was no me who am I you know mm-hmm. I had nothing yeah I, had, I really had like nothing going for myself so that had to stop <laughs> so they were very very excited when they found out that I was starting to not not just teach dance because I was still teaching but that's teaching I'd go I teach come home done this was like for me i'm i'm dancing because that's what they've known me to love doing my whole life since i was little yeah
1: yeah. so that's good that they're supportive again you know like your your family sounds like an anomaly man (laughs) because i don't know much family members that would be like what the fuck you got a kid look you got rent (laughs) is your dancing gonna pay rent nah nah uh -uh. no
0: no look 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 (laughs) if I said that I was quitting my job to dance with you guys, then that would have been an issue. They would have been like, what the hell are you doing? But uh, knowing that I was right, still working. Right. Yeah. Knowing that I was still working and I was just making the decision to manage my time. That was, that was it. And, mm-hmm. I, and, and they offered their support. They're like, when you have shows, like, let us know we're here to support you to help make it easy. And that was amazing. So. Mm-hmm yeah that that helps a lot if you have family around when you're a parent uh that's made all the difference although in the end you know i think i started to feel guilty even though they probably love having her over i ended up hiring a babysitter and i would just you know so basically i was paying to dance with you guys <laughs> <One point laughs> i hired a sitter wait, wait, and wait. i just
1: did to cut feels, time did you feel like you're just taking advantage of them
0: yeah, like that, and it was just I was so tired of doing the back, like driving one oh, car yeah. walk, drive the Hills
1: ticket. from the South Bay is fucking, and then to wherever we were rehearsing
0: in San Like, yeah, it was hell. It was hell. It wasn't horrible. I enjoyed it because it made me happy. It wasn't like it wasn't like something I'm like crying in the car. Doing <laughs> do
1: you do you cry going to work?
0: No. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely I might wake
1: up and be like I don't
0: want to do this I'm sorry if any of my employers watch this (laughs) no I love my job but it can be stressful but no no it's everything I love doing but it was like okay if I can afford to do this if I can budget it I'm willing to cut back elsewhere to have a sitter come to my house watch my kid while I go to rehearsal or while I go dance with you guys because we started to party and that was amazing. <laughs> or, or while we have a show.
1: Oh my god, when yeah. we, we would hang out outside of rehearsals. Yeah, mm. and then yeah, you got that. Just they will let you guys. They initiated that. They started hanging out on their own, and I just tagged the <laughs> So
0: much. I mean, I cannot tell you how like being a parent. That part. Yeah, that that's part a, that's actually kind of the liberating, you know. like oh my. I came back like crystal came back, you know, and it's because of temper tantrum completely. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't be who I am right now if it wasn't for
1: that. So Uh, mm. if your family were to describe you to crystal of before temper tantrum and then now, you know, like no dancing and dancing, what would they say?
0: (sighs) Oh my God. Oh God. I don't know. I mean, they'd say like I was a dedicated mother and that's it. That's probably Mm. what they'd say. I was a dedicated mother and uh, that's that like that's all they would probably say and but now it's like no like they'd say she's herself you know what you see is what you get that's crystal but before I didn't have an identity so they Mm -hmm. wouldn't have and that was never the comment it was never like oh you is always like oh you're such a great (laughs) you know you do so good with her yeah. now the compliments are like oh my god you're doing great you look great we're proud of you, you know? yeah that's yeah. really
1: cool it was almost as if like you, your validation was dependent on your performance as a mom
0: mm-hmm. oh yeah for sure and that's going to happen with like all parents yeah <laughs> you go through that phase you yeah just... like
1: am i doing am i am i even a good parent mm-hmm. am i doing the right thing did, did i let them use the ipad too much today <laughs> <laughs> Uh, exactly okay so here, here's a, I guess a parenting question because parents have especially of this generation like they have, have a habit of like demonizing kids using the ipads and phones so like, what are, what are your thoughts a, on
0: we got a split household on that one because her dad hides it he would hide the remote from me and from her, and hide the tablet, hide all of
1: you. Oh, bitch! you I w- TV tonight. <laughs> no,
0: I wasn't. I wasn't allowed to know where it was because he's like, you're just gonna turn something on and then like let her watch something so you could go do something. And I'm just like I would, but still. <laughs> <laughs> so like I'd be confined to like my laptop or phones. Yeah. I it was just yes, if I argued it, I could find out where the remote was. But I chose my battles wisely. I was like, you know what, hide it. Do what you want. But but for me. No, I, I don't care. You know, I feel like, yes, I have her watch it at a distance because I don't want her vision to be getting impaired. Yeah. But she's such a bright child. You know, all of our kids, the, this generation is so bright. And I feel like a lot of that goes towards what they learn on okay. their iPads. Mm-hmm. There's books, there's games, there's educational videos. She does yoga. Like, she knows more yoga moves than I know because she's been doing children's yoga on her tablet since she was little, you know? Uh-huh. So she learned about uh-huh. condensation and planets and all of that way sooner than I would have got to teach her because she watched classroom videos on YouTube, you know? So I'm, I'm like, you know, a big advocate for giving your kids or allowing your kids to use devices. I feel like it's their right. It's their you know, they were born into this era of technology. Yeah. It's their birthright to know how to work it. Yeah. And yeah. if you take that away from them, I feel like you're just holding them back. And it's, you know, you know if you don't want your kids having technology, fine. But 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 when at some point they're gonna enter the world, they're gonna go to school and they're gonna be sitting in front of a computer and there's gonna be a lot more that their classmates are gonna know how to do. Mm-hmm if they were allowed to use computers and you know technology earlier on so yeah i feel like unfortunately if you're against it you really honestly could be holding your kid back education wise and uh, but we limit you know i have time limits on there you know yes. it shuts off if she's watched so much tv and there's
2: uh, a tantrum
0: yeah there's a temper tantrum <laughs> but yeah uh, and there's rules like if you she can only watch like an hour or something or 30 minutes of something enjoyable before bed. But if it's in the daytime, it has to be educational. And mm-hmm. that's great. It's like, how can you argue with that? Yeah. How can you argue with learning? You're it, it, learning. <laughs> like, I'm yeah. not going to sit here right now and teach you, but you, if you could learn on your own, great. Yeah. You know, so.
1: I, I, don't I, think- I agree 100% because it's like, I feel like this is the technology they're using right now is going to be the precursor of, what they're going to be using in the future will even in 20 school. 20 years from now it's going to be a fucking it'll be i don't know f- vr and it'll be like the same hand gestures as like <laughs> the fucking the ipad but just in vr
0: mm-hmm. exactly and it's not like in our day where we went to school And we'd sit in our computer labs and have to start doing a graphic design or anything. And we're all learning at the same time at the same speed. Yeah. In their generation, there just are going to be other peers that are far ahead because of the access they had as a kid. Yeah. Like there's going to be a gap.
1: Oh, yeah. Because not everyone's going to have the access to the technology, especially since Mm -hmm. technology is changing so fast, too. I mean, it was yeah. only like 2008, 2009, 2005 when the iPhone came out, right?
0: I don't even know how to make a TikTok yet. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm behind already.
1: So like, <laughs> and yeah, when smartphones aren't even are barely like a decade old.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So it, it, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Insane. So like, I agree about the whole limits, but I also I don't think, I think parents need to stop demonizing children kids using it because it's the same thing like how fucking parents when we were growing up playing video games is bad. Fucking all that shit, but now look, it's, in a, it's a fucking sport. Kids winning mm-hmm. millions of dollars out of that.
0: Exactly, exactly. And, uh, and my vision's not, I mean, I think all of us are wearing glasses. I don't know about that, but
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know I started wearing glasses because I would play in front of the, the, the TV like this. I'm trying okay, to. Okay, I'm remember. not
0: going to lie. I did get Nora blue light glasses. So my child at five years old does have blue light blocking glasses that I- she has to wear. If she's using her like tablet or you know, I
1: think I'm, I I I I might actually ask you for those after because uh, the doctor, said <laughs> if he keeps doing this, it's gonna affect his vision.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's wearing blue light. I have blue light. I, I stop like if I'm at work, all my glasses they've got the 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 blocking ones. So that's important. Like that's one thing that we ought to do to offset. But yeah. And then dancing, she learned, she takes dance classes on, on the thing too. All of that. So it's cool.
1: Would you ever want to share the stage with her?
0: (laughs) Yeah, of course. (laughs) (laughs) I freaking cry. I tried, like, I think one thing I skipped out on saying was when I was teaching, I ended up, I, I enrolled her in her first dance classes. Yeah. And I was one of those obsessive moms who never left <laughs> the glass window. I'm just like <laughs> recording just like every second watching. <laughs> I mean,
1: I, that would be me too.
0: But her teacher actually ended up asking if I'd like to help out because they one of, the, one of their instructors quit. And so I ended up actually working in my daughter's classroom and being one of her teachers oh. for her first year of dance. And she was very young, but she expressed her disdain even at a young age. She 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 wouldn't listen to me. In the classroom, she would ignore me in front of all the other kids. And I'd be like, okay, point your toe, like time to tap, time to do this. And and she'd go around the room, do across the floors, and then she'd come to me and she'd just like stop. And then (laughs) she'd go to the next teacher and she'd do it again. And I'm just... So it sucked uh,
2: it's mom <laughs> fuck you God, yeah, yeah she did she when,
1: like when it. jordan was in school he would be too cool to say hi to me and steph he'd just be like i'm with my friends like like all right i see how it is mm-hmm. you don't pass yeah.
0: me. <laughs> it it, it would have been amazing if she would have listened and we could dance together in the room even and but she'd look at me and just stand there. Like, if, like I, if I look too happy to see her doing what she was doing, I swear she'd stop. <laughs>
1: <So>. <laughs> it's, it's like the precursor to, being, to her being a teenager.
0: Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: All right. Okay. So we're going like, to start wrapping up in the next 15 minutes. <laughs> so, uh, okay. This is one question I, I, I like asking What would you, what's some advice you would give to your 16 year old self?
0: Oh, my God. Oh, God. Take classes. I'd say take classes. Did you not take don't... classes? Not at that age. So oh. take classes. <laughs> Early. Earlier than I started when I, I, I first started classes in college. Mm. So I'd say take classes. And, and let's see. And just, yeah, uh, keep going. Audition more. Audition more and take classes and god, what would I tell myself I gotta think about this <laughs> oh god um don't be so hard on yourself mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I tell myself to definitely not be so hard on myself and maybe don't work so hard because <laughs> you know at that time two jobs full school schedule and a dad's dance- company is it it, I burn myself down all the time so maybe like take it easy keep taking classes and and yeah give yourself a break
1: it sounds like and you've been working good
0: and don't stop dancing but yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah it sounds like you've been dancing I mean and doing everything like working two jobs and dancing since you're a kid
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah I mean it, when, and when was the last time you actually had a break break
0: that was a big deal. That was actually uh, my first break was when I had my daughter. And that that's that's the ongoing joke because I've worked, even since I was a teenager, I worked organizing people's closets and home offices and babysitting and dog training. Like, I did everything. And so my first time not working was after I had Nora. And I still worked.
1: But that's like <laughs> I one. I still f-
0: worked. <laughs> you're, you're... I couldn't stop
1: but you're stepping into the role of being a mother. So that's not really mm-hmm. like a job, like not even really a break. <laughs> one it
0: say. wasn't a break, but I still worked. I, I This one, you're going to chip out. But I had Nora and I became a tasker, an elite tasker. So basically tasker? I was doing personal assistant work, but ah, I ended up okay. doing personal assistant work for celebrities. So I worked for Adam Levine and Kim Kardashian.
1: Oh, and, um, that, like is that like the Uber doing tasks? Mm-hmm. Oh, I did not know.
0: Yeah, when you when you are trusted enough, you get those like I had these people's gate codes, their their phone numbers. Like it got to the point where I was scared. People didn't I didn't I wasn't open about what I was doing to the general public because I had personal information to all these, you know, CEOs and like banking information, even people's keys to their homes, Jeez. like to Victoria's secret models. Like it was a lot of work and it was a lot of pressure. Some of the time I could bring Nora. So Nora got to experience some amazing things doing this. She got to go to some amazing places. People would give her gifts. Like it was a cool bonding time, but I, I kept working. I never stopped. So when that job got to be too stressful because like being a personal assistant is a lot of work and very demanding and people who earn that much money live in an alternate reality. So, <laughs> you know, they do. It's, 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 oh, oh, oh. oh no, you know, it's, it got to be a lot. Like I was barely even home, even half the time at that point, I was making a lot of money, but I wasn't home. So well, that was me not working. That was when I stopped working and I was working. <laughs> So, so, that happened, so and
1: uh, yeah. and was it because you specifically were on de- in demand?
0: I was in demand. Mm-hmm. I, I had the reputation of being trustworthy. So,
1: damn, mm-hmm. shit. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna move on to some rapid fire questions. Are you ready? Okay. All right. So, uh, what's the best thing that happened to you this month?
0: Oh my god! 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 Oh my god. <laughs> Oh, oh uh i got my shelves in my living room <laughs> oh no i started working out i started working out
1: uh, what's your favorite board game clue clue Ooh, that's a clue. fun one when are you most inspired
0: oh my gosh when i watch dance videos
1: really i'm i'm, I'm
0: so yeah, when inspired. i watch other people dancing
1: <laughs> I, I mean i am um, yeah <laughs> i mean <laughs> it depends on who i'm watching i guess if you could teach one subject in school what would it be dance not dance aside from dance not
0: dance oh oh marine biology I love
1: oh that's right you're gonna be, biology. be going to mm-hmm. that. i
0: wanted to be what well, i wanted to be one yes
1: yeah, my sister wanted to be one too what's your favorite beverage
0: coke coca-cola i drink it every single time
1: what's the best compliment you've ever received
0: Oh my God. Recently, that I don't need to wear contacts because my eyes are pretty. <laughs> <I can't laughs> That's the most recent one that like
1: got me. Are we in contacts right now?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what else is yeah. that? <laughs> no, um, no. <laughs> what's your favorite birthday cake?
0: Ooh. Oh, fuck. I wish I could answer quick on this. It's this Brazilian style cake from when I was a kid, and I don't know what it's called. But it's got this custard in the middle, and oh. I taste it. I can taste it, but I I've never had it since I was a kid. And I am like I'm not kidding. I've hunted down bakeries in New England recently, making phone calls, and I've gotten as close as to finding out that it was like a certain grandpa's recipe, but he passed, and they haven't kept making it. That's it. Oh. So I'm like, damn it!
1: <laughs> damn, that sucks. I was I just up right now.
0: Other than that, strawberry and like whipped cream style cakes.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Uh, Yeah, that sounds bomb. I just looked it up. It's nowhere to be found. But okay. So what is your favorite movie?
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's going to be Event Horizon, which please don't judge me guys. And maybe don't watch it. You're going to think I'm messed up. But Event Horizon, that's my favorite one.
1: (laughs) I remember that one. Okay. What would you do with your 15 minutes of fame?
0: Fifteen minutes of fame? I don't know.
1: You, you know that everybody. Saying,
0: right? <laughs> uh, Fifteen minutes of fame, like if everyone's watching, or
1: yeah, like if you're like you know, like you know, you know that you've heard the term, right? Fifteen, 15 minutes like, of fame. You know, like, like, like if you're, everyone's, you yeah, you have all the attention for like a moment, like maybe even for a day. You're like, like uh, dogface, he was like famous for like a week.
0: I don't know. I, I just like thank everyone and try to say positive things to make the world a better place. That's it. I just try to spread positivity.
1: What does creativity mean to you?
0: Being original, like showcasing what's in here, showcasing what's really in your mind and uh, sharing that with others.
1: Okay. Last rapid fire question is uh, what is an important life lesson for someone to learn?
0: Uh, To just go easy on yourself. Don't overdo it, and don't uh, don't put so much pressure on yourself. Like everyone does it in every aspect of life, and it doesn't really help that much. Don't <laughs> don't stress yourself out.
1: It's hard. It's hard. I think I feel like that's a, such a a young person thing to do, but I, I could be wrong. because I, 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 I know a lot of people are still putting pressure on themselves right now. I just I think it's something I've learned to do less, uh, even though there's a lot going on, but it's a tough lesson to learn because you feel like a constant sense of urgency. Like mm-hmm. it has to be done. You, has to be
0: done. Boy, you be might done. not put stress, but you do the most at anybody I know. So I don't know <laughs> what's going on over there, but <laughs> oh, it's, <laughs> I'm good. It,
1: you. it's really, I think it's the way I work. I mean, I, I mean, Maxine's seen me like kind of stressed with the amount of stuff I do, but it's always, it's always like, I never I, I never sit. I never work eight hours straight. I always have breaks. I have mandatory breaks. Okay. Like Good. that's how I manage to, I, that's how I balance out my energies. Like, uh, like that's why I do like the one hour focus 30 minutes break. Cause then I get 30 minutes to work out 30 minutes to dance 30 minutes to take a nap. It's Structure. A, it's, so it's yeah. Cause then it's, a, I can, it's like, it's a, a, the equivalent of working out. Like it, You can only do so many bicep curls or pull-ups until it gets detrimental. And it stops helping. Exactly. And you have to do the the break in between sets. And you know, this is honestly one of my most productive days. Today was ah. really, 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 really productive. So that that trailer I, sa- I I made for you guys today, for temper tantrum, I made that in twenty minutes.
0: You <laughs> so can see, it in like, a, <laughs> I want to learn. Teach me the way. So
1: yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, there's a lot of stuff I I I think I would like to teach temper tantrum, but it's like there's a lot. Okay, two. Uh, other questions to start wrapping up the podcast. Not rapid fire, though. The mm-hmm. first one is, what would you want people to say about you when you're gone?
0: Oh, God. She's a bitch. That she... <laughs> <laughs> that I, I left a positive imprint on their lives. That's, that's you yeah. know, that's something that I hope everyone can go with saying, that I taught them something and left a positive
1: imprint that's it okay so this next one is from it's called the three truths that's inspired from a podcast called the school of greatness and i think it's a really good question and this is not a sponsored podcast but i just really like the question Those, are in case you guys are listening okay so you're on your deathbed oh god it's so heavy and all your body of work is gone no more videos no nothing written
0: Everything I work towards.
1: Everything you work towards (laughs) is gone. And you only have, you can only share three pieces of advice or share three truths to help someone to become successful. What would those three be?
0: Oh my God. To help someone become successful, I'd say take your passion seriously. Put Time and effort into your passion, I'd say give yourself s- structure, <laughs> structure. And so follow your passion, have structure, and um, save money. That's mm. safe, please save money. <laughs> <laughs> Okay.
1: all right cool so that's it so where can people find you to connect with you and follow you you have an only fans or something <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Little> look here <laughs> on instagram at what is it crystal underscore oh crystal darling crystal k-r-y-s-t-l-e underscore darling d-a-r-i-d-a-r-l-i-n-g on instagram so you can get DM me if you have any questions, anything. I'll be there.
1: All right. So that is it, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Uh, make sure to give her, if you like this episode, make sure you hit like, subscribe, share it with friends who you think might enjoy it. Give Crystal a follow, show her some love. I'll most likely going to be doing like a second round with all these dancers because, I mean, a lot of this podcast is really just scratching the surface of what, where, where they are because I didn't even get to talk to Crystal about, you know, how she got into flipping houses and becoming a millionaire. Yeah. So, so she's not a millionaire, but she knows how to flip houses and all this stuff. So, which is, you know, again, to the purpose of it is to get to know the dancers beyond just dance. So but anyways, links and everything going to be in the, the description down below. We appreciate you guys for listening and watching. Please stay safe. Take care of each other and have an amazing night, evening, morning, wherever the heck you are. Love you guys. And we'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace out.